0: You're listening to the N2K Space Network.
1: And now, a message from Cyberbit. Mastering cybersecurity is like mastering a sport. You build muscle memory through rigorous practice. Then you train as a team to foster cohesion while operating under pressure. Like athletes, cybersecurity professionals thrive on hands-on simulation— But traditional courses, certifications, and open-source labs won't build you a winning team. You need Cyberbit. Cyberbit offers a hyper-realistic simulation environment for your SOC, IR, and C-suite to refine your skills, all using the market-leading SIMs, EDRs, firewalls, and WAFs they use every day. Cyberbit is offering CyberWire listeners a free live-fire exercise – Sign up your team now at cyberbit.com slash cyberwire.
0: Welcome to t Deep Space from N2K Networks. I'm Maria Varmazes, host of the T-minus Space Daily podcast, Deep Space includes extended interviews and bonus content for a deeper look into some of the topics that we cover on our daily program, t Space Daily. Now in this episode, I'm speaking with Moaz Kamel, Threat Management Security Technical Specialist at IBM Security and a subject matter expert on cybersecurity in space. It's an area of growing interest from both a cybersecurity and a space perspective. So why do space programs need to bolster their cybersecurity? And why now? And what kind of cybersecurity threats are unique to space infrastructure? Well, Moez will walk us through it all in this interview. First, he's gonna give us some helpful context into why it seems like we're all talking about cybersecurity in space so much more now than we used to.
2: Before we talk about the threats, I will give a glimpse, a glimpse why uh, we are talking about cybersecurity today in space. And this also appear, uh with the appearance of, of the new space age. So earlier, the space industry was just a nation-level domain. It means that uh, it was just related to two countries, uh, to two nations, the United States of America and the USSR uh, uh, nation. Also, the space was related to government and defense department. So the, the objectives were, were essentially political and strategic ones. Uh, then, so then we noticed this paradigm shift in the space industry, which was characterized by the emergence of private companies and more commercially uh, driven approach to space exploration and activities. But unfortunately, this uh, new space has indeed uh, led to an expansion of uh, cyber threats for space systems. Today, we have several factors that contribute to this phenomenon, uh, like uh, uh, geopolitical tensions, growing commercialization and demo- uh, democratization, and also the limited focus on cybersecurity. So that's why today we have many cybersecurity threats related to space system. Excellent. Yep. Thank
0: you for setting that stage. I appreciate it.
2: So if we dig more now on on the threats uh, related, the cyber threats related to space, uh, to space system. So if if we take a look at the space system architecture, so we'll find three main components today. We have the ground segment, which includes all the um, terrestrial elements of the space system and which allows the command control uh, and the management of the satellite itself and also the data coming uh, from the payload, which is transmitted to the users. The second main uh, component will be the uh, space segment. So here we are talking about the satellites. And here we we, we can talk also about the tracking, telemetry, command, uh, the control, the monitoring, and all the related facilities and equipment used to support uh, the, the satellite operations. And the third one is the main component of the uh, space system architecture is the link or communication segment. So the link segment is all the data and signals exchanged between the ground segment and the space segment. And we have a fourth component, which, which, which is not the main one, but it's uh, included in this uh, space uh, system architecture, which is the user segment. So user segment includes all the user terminal stations that can launch operation, humans, operators, space operators, uh, that can, as I said, launch operations with the satellite in, in the form, for example, of signals transmission uh, and reception.
0: That's interesting. Yeah, I don't often hear that fourth one mentioned.
2: Exactly. So, all of these, I would say, three main components, or even the four, the four components of the space architecture, are targeted today by cyber attack. Mm, okay. Yep. So today we have, we can uh, compromise the ground station. We can interfere with the communication and the signals. We can attack directly and compromise the satellite and et cetera. So we have many, many threats related to the uh, component. Most of the attacks today and vulnerabilities are related to communication link, such as, for example, uh, radio frequency links or or the ground segment uh, in general. So if we dig more on the threats related to each component, so if we begin, for example, with the uh, ground segment threats, today, we need to keep in mind that breaking into the ground station network will give the attacker access to the satellite itself. So w- once inside the ground station network, attackers can gain access to the satellite and can perform type, many types of attacks. For example, the DOS attacks, which is the denial of service attack. It means that we will send many, many requests to the satellite and we will, we will put the uh, satellite uh, down. We have also the hijack of the industrial control systems. And the purpose is to, to control and damage, uh, the, uh, the satellites. So, um, in the ground station, we have also, even in the ground station or also in the, in the, in the uh, sat- satellite segment, we have the use, many, uh, usage of codes components. So today codes, which are a commercial of the shelf, uh, products. So they are ready made hardware or, or, or software that can be posted uh, purchase it, sorry, and design it to be easily installed and enter operate with the existing, existing uh, system. So they are cheap products that can be integrated in the satellite or in the growth st- segment. So today the Space Codes components, they are the main component that support today the new space technology development. So with their qualification, especially for small satellite missions like CubeSat missions. Um, so these components are, well-known and widely available, and we can find many public information related to their security, including configuration vulnerabilities and software versions and more and more. So the, cuts, the usage of cuts today is very risky, and it's one of the vectors or one of the surface attack that can be used by a hacker to, to, to get first intrusion to, to the system or to the ground segment.
0: Right, because if if one vulnerability is found or known that is maybe uh, unpatched at that point, then a whole bunch of systems are vulnerable. So uh, that's that scale can sort of be a multiplier there in that case.
2: Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Um, the, the second point we can discuss about uh, the unauthorized access also. So this attack can lead to the, for example, to the uh, theft of sensitive data, or that can be used uh, by the hacker uh for example against uh, mission operation so this is also one of the threats that are uh that the grant segment is is facing um the third one is the data manipulation attack so a data manipulation attack also known as uh the uh, data tampering attack so it, it's a type of cyber attack where an unauthorized individual or entity will Alter or modify or manipulate the data to achieve specific goals. It means that today in, in the space industry, a typical use case is to corrupt data and send wrong commands to the command at data handling C and D H, which is a component in the satellite, in, in the spacecraft. And the other yeah, purpose is to compromise the mission. So this is one of these of the threads that also uh, facing the, uh, the ground segment. We can talk also about the supply chain attack. So the supply chain attack will, will seek to harm the, the, uh, the, the space uh, ground segment by targeting the less secure element of the chain. So at this stage, the, the adversary, for example, can take advantage of these vulnerabilities and some exploit, then it can, for example, create a backdoor in the embedded system of the supply chain uh for example for example of the supply chain micro, micro devices so a backdoor that will be created by the hacker will allow him to communicate after that with the satellite or with the this component in the ground segment
0: right right so once they get in 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 that backdoor is the best way to put it obviously then uh, if i understand correctly then they they basically have access to the the broader system if they they think they can work their way in so even if you as the main Company, for lack of a better term, have locked down. If if your subcomponent has a, a vulnerability that someone can access, then the, the access is the same. Okay.
2: Also, we we have also the computer net network exploitation. So, uh, this is, is a term used to describe uh, the process of uh, infiltrating or exploiting computer networks for, for various purposes. So, or also to gather intelligence about targets to figure out how they work or how they are configured. So, these also, we, we, we have many attacks related to the computer network exploitation in the, in the ground segment today. And the last one for the ground segment, the, the cloud platform attacks. The new space era is marked by the expansion of cloud infrastructure use. So today we have many organization, uh, organizations and companies that rely on cloud services for, for various purposes, for example. And relying on cloud, it means that we are, we'll face the all the cloud attacks or cloud vulnerabilities uh, so the hacker can compromise the cloud asset or the cloud application to gain access to the ground station or to the satellite itself.
0: Lots of different ways in this. We're, we're still just talking about ground at this point. <laughs> <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> it's like we haven't even gotten to the other ones yet. There's lots of different ways in, for lack of better terminology on my part, my understanding is, is is that many people might think, well, I'm not a big target or I'm I'm not a big player, so I don't need to worry about stuff like this. Can Can you talk a little bit about maybe that perception of people thinking like that's not something they need to worry about? Or I'm not trying to put fear in people. I'm just saying like it's a concern. Why people should maybe who think they they this doesn't apply to them should actually think twice.
2: This period when we talk about cybersecurity space and uh, it's it, the same I faced it in 2014 when I worked on security on SCADA systems and industrial control systems. Uh, When we met industrial operators and industrial companies, uh, the first step is not to to present or to propose the solution that will secure the uh, industrial control system, but the first step is the awareness. We need to aware people, we need to aware industrial people that your system is vulnerable and the SCADA systems at that time, or the industrial control system is vulnerable and can be hacked by an adversary. So we are facing the same situation today with the space operators. So today with this new uh, age of or, or new space age, the hackers today are more and more interesting on space systems because, because of the, uh, the groundbreaking technology deployed or because of the, uh, the commercialization that we will have or the private ventures that are deploying more and more uh, maybe applications or uh, many uh, different type of missions in the space. So the hackers also are getting more and more interesting to to attack these these systems. And also I think the threats related even to ground segment, also we have threats related to the space satellite itself or the threats related to the communication. All of these confirm that today we need to be aware about Uh, in cybersecurity space and to be aware about these cyber threats and the space system uh, design uh, today.
0: We'll be right back after this quick break.
1: The IT world used to be simpler. You only had to secure and manage environments that you controlled. Then came new technologies and new ways to work. Now, employees, apps, and networks are everywhere. This means poor visibility, security gaps, and added risk. That's why Cloudflare created the first-ever connectivity cloud. Visit cloudflare.com to protect your business everywhere you do business.
0: We talked about ground, and I, I know ground is the major point, but for space and link, are there... Um, I mean, those are those are pretty unique to the space... In,
2: not entirely, but those are pretty unique to the space industry. Okay. So, yeah. In the space segment also, we have many threads related to space segment. And even the space segment, we will talk about cuts component also. So, as I explained earlier, uh, the cuts are reliable solutions for space ventures today, especially in the new space age. So, we can... Deploy COTS hardware also, or what we call also the plastic encapsulation, encapsulated um, microcircuits of electronic parts. So these components also are used on board the uh, small SAT, especially small SAT satellites, uh, such as CubeSat. And we have today many vulnerabilities that are related to these COTS components and can be exploited by adversaries. Also, we we have also threats related to specific components on the satellites. So For example, the GNNC, the Guidance, Navigation, and Control, because attackers will attempt to compromise the the GNNC system for the purpose of creating wrong navigation data. And the purpose, the big goal, is to impede the capability to navigate. The second component which is targeted by hackers today in the satellite is the SDR. So the software-defined radio, which is a component that will allow uh, allows the satellite to communicate with the ground station, so both, both for transmitting and receiving uh, signals, and the adversary uh, can send malformed packets to the SDR component to perform the buffer overflow attack and gain unauthorized access and the final component also which is can be risky and can, can be targeted by hackers or by adversaries or the, is the sorry the electrical power system EPS so why the hacker will be interested, interested in the uh, EPS component because of the limited power of the EPS today in the CubeSats. So the attacker will be interested to flew just, just to flew the satellite with unnecessary process to consume this power. So he, he led to the outage of the satellite. So he, here the, the threat is not, it's not a malicious attack or something uh, uh, abnormal behavior. No, it he will just fluid the satellite with unnecessary process. So it will appear like legitimate traffic going to the satellite. But this unnecessary process will consume all the power on the CubeSat and will lead to the uh, outage of the of the of the CubeSat or, or of the small satellite.
1: Yeah,
0: totally disabling it. Yeah. 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 That's yep. Don't need to send a missile to disable the satellite. There are other ways to do it. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, um, and you also mentioned the user segment, which I really appreciate that you brought that up because um, I, I, sometimes when I look at cybersecurity in space, that part doesn't come up. And putting on my old cybersecurity hat for a moment, there's <laughs> it's not a pleasant thing to talk about in terms of how users can be compromised either purposely or or maybe even be an insider threat. And I know the a slightly different thing, but it is still worth talking about because it's— I know for folks who maybe are coming from a military or intelligence background, this is a given, but I don't know if everyone in the commercial space understands this. So can you talk about that a little bit?
2: Yeah. As I said, the user segment is the segment which includes the user terminals and station. So from the station, we will launch the operation, we will launch the command, we will maybe communicate with the ground station or communicate directly with the satellite. So the hacker, of course, if you if, if have bad uh, users or bad operators working on this station on, or on these uh, uh, user terminals, it means that it's more easy for a hacker to send malformed packet or to send malicious uh, traffic to, to the ground station and compromise the ground station and, and the satellite. So, of course, I, I think this part of user segment, of course, we need to secure the components, but we need to secure or to to do some awareness training to, the, to these space operators that are working, that their, uh, their, their, uh, their daily work is in ground segment or communicating with satellites. So that's why, yeah, the, I think the awareness training uh, of these people is very important to, to be aware about the threats of, of space systems uh, today.
0: Right. I mean, I'm, I'm thinking something as, I, I guess, unsexy, but as, as uh, proliferated as ransomware. You know that's not. I don't hear that talked about much, and but it's like it's it's a real threat. It can be very disabling, uh, and uh, yeah. So sorry, I now I'm on my soapbox, but yeah,
2: yeah. <laughs> <Right>. yeah. <laughs> it's it's true. Yeah. Also, uh, yeah. ransomware today in space system is a fact. Also, especially today, the ransomwares are getting more and more complex, more and more sophisticated. It means that today the ransomware, if it's deployed, he will not give you the time uh, to stop him or to to remediate uh, or to get back to the normal st- status on the machine. So today also we need specific solutions that will uh, secure the endpoints of the space systems or the station of the space system against, against the ransomwares. So yeah, it's, it's very important also to take the case of the, of the ransomware and to fight against ransomwares today in the space systems. And yeah, finally, we have the, uh, the communication threads. So the communication part, the link part, uh, the link segment between the ground station and, and the satellite also can be targeted by attack. And today we have many techniques that can be used by adversaries. Uh, the first one or the very well na- uh, known one is the jamming. So it's disrupting or interfering with the communication uh, between the ground segment and space segment. We have also the spoofing uh, technique. Which is more sophisticated interference method than jamming. Adversary can use the eavesdropping technique, which is the concept of man-in-the-middle attack. It means that uh, the attacker can be in the middle of of a communication, for example, for between a ship and the satellite for GPS positioning, for example. So he can interfere the communication and send, for example, wrong wrong information to the ship for his directions, etc. So this attack also can be. Used by adversary. And the, first, the the last one, sorry, is the hijacking. So the hijacking is gaining unauthorized control of the satellite to transmit the attacker's signals instead of the legitimate signal. So, yeah, here I give you, I don't know, an overview of the threats related to all to, to the components of space uh, design.
0: Thank you. Uh, that was an amazing walkthrough because it is a very multifaceted landscape, there are a lot of different threats. And, 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 and as we talked about, it's it's people, but it's also a lot of technological issues as well. And it's it, a lot of things are enmeshed. So it can be both at the same time. The question that I'm sure a lot of people have that I have to ask is, how do we protect against this? Which is an extremely complicated answer. So yeah. <laughs> it's, like, it's like, how much time do we have to get into that? But <laughs> I mean, it, it it will depend, I imagine, on specifically what the threat is. But for maybe a, a space organization that is beginning their journey on becoming a more cybersecurity savvy organization. Maybe we should start with like what steps they should take to in, in, improve their cybersecurity, maturity, awareness, and practice. Maybe we start with there.
2: Yeah. Um, actually the, these, these companies or these ventures need to be, before thinking about the solution that they will deploy in the, uh, that, that they will deploy in the, in the system or in the space system, they need to think about the approach, the security approach first and today we have let's say three main security approaches that can be applied on on a space system so the first one and uh, the most important one is the security by design today if if you have a vulnerable component in its conception even you, you i don't know you put many layers of security the the component will be vulnerable so the approach uh, of security by design is to designing systems with security Uh, as a primary consideration from the outset. So rather than adding in, as I said, uh, uh, as as an afterthought. So for example, today, uh, there were many researchers that uh, were carried out uh, on the architecture of the SDR component, the software-defined radio. And there are many proposals of new architectures secured by design uh, as a result. So today we have many uh, researchers that are working on changing the architecture of some uh, components on, on space systems. And one of them, the, the SDR component, because the SDR is very important because he will take the role of communicating and transmitting the signal between the, uh, the ground segment and, and the satellite. So as I said, the security by design is very important. And we need today that all the space operators to, to give more, I don't know, more budget, <laughs> more uh, people to work on this uh, on this topic. Then we have two, two, two other approaches. So the first one is the proactive defense approach. So proactive defense approach is all the measures and strategies designed to prevent the potential cyber threats to assets or, or to space system before that, before they can uh, cause harm. Uh, in, in this approach, we have many measures or technologies that can, can be deployed like, for example, ver- the vulnerability management, uh, the patch management to to apply software patches and updates on the space assets, risk assessment also, threat modeling also. is very important. So by identifying the the potential threats and attack vectors on, on space systems, we have also the attack surface management also solution that are very important to to know what which of our assets is vulnerable or is exposed to internet, for example, and what is the The risk created to these assets from the perspective of the of the hacker. The endpoint protection also is one of the proactive defense uh, approach, and it's very important to to protect the endpoint because we we have today the user terminals, for example, or the stations are based on many endpoints, so we need to protect them. Also, the security awareness training uh, we talked about that for space system operators. So the purpose is to educate potential space security risk and best practice. So this is very, very, very important. And finally, the offensive security assessment. So including the pen test, including the red teaming campaigns to apply an adversarial approach and determine uh, the weakness in the space system components.
0: Yeah. Yeah. That, that, for folks who may not be familiar with what, what that is, as you said, is the adversarial approach. It's literally you hire somebody who's on your side who kind of just tries to imitate what a hacker would do. And it's a great way to, to sort of figure out if your systems are going to hold up in the way that you hope so, and find any weak points. It's a really great uh, program to do. Yeah.
2: And the, the second approach or, or the third approach in our uh, security approaches is the reactive defense. So reactive defense refers to the approach of responding to the th- cyber threats and attacks after they have already occurred. So here we have also many technologies that can be deployed like the CM, the security information and event management solution. for example, this this solution will will collect, analyze, respond to security events and alerts from various sources uh, within the space uh, system components. Uh, we have also the forensic analysis, we have also the incident response solutions, and we can also apply a disaster recovery plan. So here yeah here an overview of the approach that can be deployed before thinking to to solutions. After that, yeah, the solutions, we we can have many security measures that can be uh, deployed. For example, the signal authentication for the link segment. And here we we can talk about both data level and signal level authentication. And I think this is the concept of supersonic codes. We, We can find algorithm today that authenticate the data and signal level uh, in, in, in the link segment communications. We can talk also uh, about the quantum. And in the quantum, we have the quantum key distribution, which is an emerging, emerging te- technique that uh, relies on the unique properties of quantum mechanism. And will provide a tamper-evident communication used to deploy new cr- cryptographic keys uh, with the unconditional uh, post-quantum security and with, without direct physical contact. So this is a method that can be used to exchange keys in, in, in cryptography, uh, uh, for example, to, to, to encrypt communication between, I don't know, between two satellites or between ground station to satellite. So the quantum key distribution can be a good solution. And also we have the post-quantum cryptography. So the quantum safe cryptography includes a, a suite of algorithms that are resistant to attacks by both classical and quantum computers. Al- also, another point, we need to think about the security of standards and protocol used uh, in, the, in the communication, especially. So Right, okay. Yep. To the, to, today, we need to secure some protocols or we need to use some protocols that are dedicated for security. For example, the Space Data Link Security Protocol, the SDLS. It's one of the Protocol that will have security features, but also we have the CCSDS protocol stack, which is a set of communication protocols uh, designed specially uh, for space missions and the exchange of data between um, the spacecraft and the uh, ground-based system. So this protocol stack is very used; is used widely in the satellites, in even cubesats, smallsats. So we need to to secure this protocol because I don't know the, the. the compromission of this protocol will lead to the compromise of the communication between the satellite or, or satellite and your station.
0: And then if that happens, yeah, <laughs> big problems. Yeah.
2: Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So, so there's, there's different measures that can be used, that can be integrated in space system to secure this uh, the space system design. Uh, but as I said, we need to think first about the approach, security approach, then think about the solutions.
0: Absolutely, um, you've given me an amazing walkthrough of the landscape for cybersecurity for space, and I'm I'm hoping our listeners have a much better understanding now, and at least a a, a starting point, or a continuation point. Hopefully, they're not just starting up, but a continuation point <laughs> on 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 maybe what to think about next. Because certainly, everyone's situation is going to be different. Everyone's system is unique, but uh, there there are a lot of different things and components to think about here. So. Thank you so much for walking me through this. I really appreciate your time today. And that's it for T-minus Deep Space for July 8th, 2023. We'd love to know what you think of our podcast. You can email us at space at n2k.com or submit the survey in our show notes. Your feedback ensures that we deliver the information that keeps you a step ahead in the rapidly changing space industry. This episode was produced by Alice Garuth, mixing by Elliot Peltzman and Trey Hester, with original music and sound design by Elliot Peltzman. Our executive producer is Brandon Karpf. Our chief intelligence officer is Eric Tillman. And I'm Maria Varmazis. Thank you for listening.